Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Father, thank you. Speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, I want to share with you on something I've titled, Preparations of Faith. Amen. Preparations of Faith. Hallelujah. I'm sure you're wondering, what is this man going to talk about? (laughs) But I know you'll be blessed. You know, God has promised us amazing things. I'm very expectant. I don't know about you. uh, November last year, when I went for my retreat, I had a dream. And in this dream, God, I entered a shop. I'd gone to the UK and I entered a shop. And I was shocked because in the shop, it was a big shop, but it was only, you see the construction helmet and a line and a hand towel. And he said, use all your money to buy this. And at the end of the year, I'll give you a double. Later, I got to know that that the meaning of that dream was that we should commit all our resources to the building of his church. Because that was a symbol. And at the end of what? The year. And the year is ending. So I am very expectant. Yeah. Recently, my mother and I wanted to get a car. And again, he said, I told you at the beginning of the year, don't buy anything. Use your money for the church. I will pay you at the end of the year. Beginning, like when we start the new year, I'll give it to you. So I, I told him, I said, let's do what God has said. You get it. Now, God has spoken. Many of us, we have done. We've sown seeds. We've given. And the truth is, it's good. We've, we gave the amounts, like we gave in the way we, we gave. Because if we had not started this building, maybe now it would have been more difficult to build. Looking at how things have gone. Prices have doubled, tripled, almost. So January started and God has been good. Amen. Amen. Now, it is time for him to pay us back. Yeah, that's why I'm bringing you this message. Because God is not a liar. Neither is your pastor. I don't lie to you. I try at least. (laughs) Amen. Amen. But for God to bless you, there must be a preparation of your heart to receive the blessings of God. Your heart must be conditioned. Amen. There are some blessings that can come to you when you least expect. But there are some blessings before they come, you must be prepared to receive them. Else it will destroy you. That is why when Jesus was about to do the miracle of the five loaves and two fishes, he asked them to sit and prepare. So there will not be a stampede. That's why you see when a plane lifts, 
it it goes on, but there's a place called airport where it can. Well, a plane is bigger than a car, and it's more interesting to operate than a car. That's why a plane cannot land anywhere. You get it. That's why a ship cannot dock anywhere. There are specific places. So there are certain blessings that come to people who have prepared for them. Amen. Amen. So, I want you to start preparing your heart. And how do you prepare your heart? Through faith. Because without faith, you can't receive anything from God. Faith is a container that takes hold of the things that God wants to give us. If I have, give me water. If I want to give you, give you water right now, how are you going to receive the water? You, you can't use this book to take water. The way you pointed the book, I thought maybe you want to. <laughs> you need a container. So can I get a glass? Quick, 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 quick. Two minutes, one minute. Now, when I want to give you water, do your hand like this. You see, he will say, oh, give me the water, give me the water. But, you see, if I give him, it will go waste. Before he will put it, it's gone. Just a glass, quick, 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 quick. Hurry up. Okay, you are being too catchers now. But you see, if I pour the water in this, you see, now it's okay. So this container is what we call faith. Yeah, amazing. And without a container, he will bypass anybody. Yes. So if God is coming to bless three people, come. And this one has not prepared his heart. So he said, oh, oh, why it's in my pocket? He said, no, you are not serious. God forbid, it won't be your portion. Then he gets it, oh, okay. Yes, sir. Now, this one, the bigger his container, the more water mm. you receive. So even the bigger your faith, the more blessings. This one will say, oh, I, I went, I didn't find a glass. Oh, I'm sorry. A bigger container. <laughs> but I can't see your container. <laughs> So, you see, we must... Sorry. Good. Sit down. So, we must prepare our hearts. <clears throat> we must what? Prepare our hearts. There's a time. You see, Ecclesiastes 3.1. Put it up. It says that 3.1. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Verse 2. Look at it. A time to be born, a time to die. But I'm emphasizing on the second one. A time to plant. Okay, put it in yellow. And a time to pluck up that which is planted. Seasons come and go. Okay? A time to plant and a time to reap. When you are going to plant, the things you go with are different from the things that when you are going to reap, you go with. Do you get it? When you are going to plant, 
you go with maybe a bag of seeds. But when you are going to harvest, you go with sacks. So anybody who says, I'm going to harvest, and is going with a bag, it doesn't understand what the harvest means. When you see times changing, you have to know and begin to sense and appreciate what God wants to do. Hallelujah. In the realm of the spirit, there are times and there are seasons. There was a time when the wise men sat down and they saw a star. They said, a king is born today. That was a time. There was also a time that the one that was born went to pray. He said, the time has come for the son of man to be crucified. So, there are seasons and there are times. As a direct, there are seasons and there are times. Now, when you are spiritual, okay, there, there are things that God impresses on you in your spirit. Amen. There are things that the Holy Ghost puts on you. When seasons are changing, I want to take my time to explain certain things. For some of you, you just walk like that. Hmm. Then the year ends. Hmm. Then it starts again. Hmm. You don't know the time you are in. You, it's like, how can you live your life morning, evening, morning? You don't know the difference. It's a dangerous thing. Oh, you don't understand what I'm yeah. There are certain foods you eat them in the morning. If you eat them in the evening, you are in trouble. They choose it a time for something, a time for. So God has helped us in the world or on earth. He has helped us with day and night. But unfortunately, the spirit, he hid the signs for changing of times. In the natural, it's easy to de de discern a time. What's the time? Your watch will even help you. What's the time? Oh, it's evening. Because you look at the clouds and you know it's evening. Now you know it's evening. But there's, no, there's nothing like a spiritual watch to show you the times of the Spirit. I don't know if you get me. In the morning, you wake up and say, what's the time? Oh, it's in the morning. In the evening, you see the moon. You say it's in the evening. But spiritually, unfortunately, God did not give us Tokens. Like God did not put a sun in the spirit or a moon in the spirit to show you that it's time to maybe it's in the morning in the spirit or it's in the evening in the spirit. That's why it commanded the sons of Issachar. He said, for they knew the times and the seasons. So people who make advancement in the realm of the spirit are people who are sensitive to the times and the seasons in the spirit. Hallelujah. One day Jesus wept bitterly over Jerusalem. He said, 
Oh, Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem. How I wish you would know the time of your visitation. Because you did not know the time of your visitation. Why? It's simple because there's no watch. There's nothing like an Apple watch or Samsung watch that tells you that in the realm of the spirit, danger is about to happen. Or a blessing is about to happen. So, it takes the discerning in the realm of the spirit, the spiritually alert in the realm of the spirit. It takes somebody who is a little inclined, just maybe a little inclined to the things of the spirit to be able to tell when it's morning in the spirit and it's evening in the spirit, when it's time to plant and when it's time to what? Reap. Yeah. One day, a woman called a Shunammite woman. She did not have a son. A great prophet will pass in front of his house, her house every day. Go and come and pass. They will be there and the prophet will come and pass. Then, one day, the woman called her husband. You see, she, the woman was sensitive. I told you there's no watch in this world that you watch and can tell this is the time for my blessing. No. There's no phone that tells you that. As a man of God, what person? Go. Come. He called the husband. Look at it. He said, he said I, don't, I, I don't have a watch. I don't have... There's no sun in the spirit or moon in the spirit. But I perceive in my heart perception. Like I sense that it's time for us to have a son. I sense that God is bringing a miracle our way. It's like, I don't know, but I feel that this is the, we've, we've, we've been around for a while. God has blessed us with money. God has given us everything we need. But my husband, I feel that God is about to release a blessing. Because she knew the time. So she said, how is the blessing coming? And if you are spiritual, again, you know that all blessings are in disguise. Every blessing of God, it never comes the way it's supposed to come. The rapper that often God uses is the rapper that men despises. Oh, yes. The rapper that God uses to bless is the rapper that what? Men despise. You know, recently, Mamadri was on Evangelist. <clears throat> we look for a job and put so much pressure on her, him. Morning, afternoon, evening, hey, morning. <laughs> I'm telling you so much at a point I was even pitying evangelist. But do you know what happened? The school that the guy took the letter to, immediately to the, the woman watched the, what's the name? The name, he said, ah, are you Samuel Roxy? He said, yes, sir. God is amazing. I called you just this morning. I saw your name on this website and I've been trying to call your number as of. Well. 
for something like this that God has what God had already connected the thing, but I had to take someone to push someone to recognize the time and go for it. He didn't have any watch to tell him this is the he would have been sleeping, his number would have been off, and he'll be sleeping, the number will be off, and they will call another person. I pray you will not sleep when your time for your miracle comes. The man of God kept passing. He passed by other people's houses. Oh, yes. Many people, he will pass by their house. Some of them say, oh, this man of God, it looks like Elijah. Wow, we are blessed. Can we take a selfie? Oh, man of God, are you the Elijah man? Can you prophesy to me? But this one understood more. He said, my, my husband, let's constrain this man. This is a blessing person before our house every day. Let's find a way to keep the blessing in our home. That was it. What can we do for him? He said, let's build him a room, a house. Let, let's put a table and a lamp. And let's make sure we have a bed there. Any day he passes by, he will come and sleep here. What, what you see, they were going to receive their child. But look at how God brought their child. One day, God decided to visit Abraham. Mm -hmm. I don't know why God, when he's coming to your house, he, he likes to come and stand by the junction and act as if he's not coming. Then he'll come and pass in front of your shop. Then it's like, ah, are you coming here or you are not coming here? You know, that that's how God is. I'm telling you, like on looking. God will be visiting you, but he'll come and pass by your shop like that. God appeared. He was going to Abraham's house. Abraham was lying under the tent too. When God saw Abraham, he pretended he had not seen him. Meanwhile, he was come to give Abraham a, a child. Then he started going. But you see, Abraham understood that this is God. I will never let him pass me by. I pray God will awaken your senses. If there was a watch like that, we will all be blessed. If there was a word like many people will not be dead. Because some people, the signs of their death was staring at them, but they could never tell. I remember what a friend told me something. He said, the mother-in-law, two weeks before she died, had a dream that someone had slapped her and she fell down. Sunday, no, Saturday, two weeks before, she woke up and she knew it was a bad dream. She called the prophet. The prophet said, um, come and see me Saturday. Saturday when she went, the prophet said, they, they, they said, the prophet has traveled. Oh, I'll come back next week, Monday or so. Then that sun, Saturday, then that Saturday night, two weeks, that night, they've dressed, they've done everything. Their daughter had just graduated from military academy as a doctor, something like, they've ironed their dress, they are going to do Thanksgiving. They said she was lying, sitting in the couch like that, and she just fell. You think God wanted her to die? But the timing, like to know, say, hey, Satan is planning something very wicked. Put your hand on your chest. I pray for you that by discernment, you will know. You will know. You will know. 
You will know. Amen. You will know. Amen. I ask that the Holy Spirit will equip you with the right senses. Mando balasa tanimo namala bradoske tekele balaya zadola. Zvinus bales kele broske tele brozoske. Shabale. Skoba balande lebele. Shandara balabalos kataya. Rabba baba 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 And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he ran, and he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. Verse 3. And he said, My Lord, if now, go back to verse 2 and give me Amplified. Look at it. He lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, three men stood a little distance from him. This is God, the angel of the Theophany. Why is God coming to my house and he's standing at the junction? Will I wait for him to come or I'll run and meet him? He ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground. And look at verse 3. He said, my Lord, if now I found favor in your sight, do not pass by your servant. The man was going. He's coming to your house, but he's going. Elisha was, Elijah was told to anoint Elisha, but the man was actually leaving him. Elisha had to discern that if I let this man go, I will not be a prophet. I would have wasted my service. You don't get it. A lot depends on you to receive what God has promised. Yeah. Why is it that God is visiting me now? I have to beg him to come into my house. If God wants to give me a job, if God wants to bless me, if God wants to do this, why should I now go and stand by the junction and beg, oh, Charlie, come, come, please come and eat something. Verse 3, verse 4. Let a little water be brought and you may wash your feet and recline and rest yourself under the tree. 5. And I will bring a morsel of mouthful of bread to refresh and sustain your hands before you go further. For that is why you have come to your servant. And he replied, do as you have said. So there has to be a little engagement. Abraham descent. This was the visit that led to the promise of Sarah giving birth, actually. A great promise was going to be fulfilled. But guess what, Charlie? God is not ready to show up. What are we going to do to make him show up? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, number one, how do you determine a season in the realm of the spirit? Since there's no watch, 
since there's no day, since there's no night. Number one, impressions of the spirit. You are there, suddenly you feel like you are not okay. It's like something is not right. You know, last week, Saturday, can I tell you something that happened? I went to Osu and I was coming. As I was driving, I was feeling very uneasy. Very uneasy. It's like something was impressing upon me. Find a place and park and pray. 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 So as I kept going, I'm like, ah, this thing is too heavy on me. So guess what? Which is so unusual. I got to, what's the name? Legon. And immediately I got there. I entered the campus to, and I went to park by, I don't know the name, by the uh, Lake Social, whatever. The last thing, like, you are going to the botanical garden. So I parked. So when I parked, I came out. I'm like, Mikra, why have I come here? Why am I here to pray? What am I come to tell God? So I started shambling. At a point, I fell asleep. I was sleepy, so I went into the car, put my legs, and I slept. I woke up the thing said, pray, pray, pray. So I continued praying. I can tell you about two or three times, I pause and say, why am I praying? So at a point, I felt that thing had lifted. Then, later I got a call. Someone was attacked by sickness. Someone very dear to me. Around that same time. And it dawned on me, said, maybe this is the reason why God asked me to go and pray. Someone very dear to me that if, if, we, if maybe <laughs> Satan had prevailed, oh, it would have been a sad and very painful whatever for me. So impressions of the Spirit are things that you don't understand and uneasiness, it just comes on you. It's like, go and do this, go and do this, go and do this. I had one testimony. A woman was in her room. She has finished eating. Everything is late. She's going to bed. A voice keeps saying, go to the kitchen and bite bread. <laughs> go to the kitchen. Impression of life is strong. Go to the kitchen now and bite bread. Go to the kitchen and bite bread. That reminds me, yesterday evening, I saw a vision. In a vision, someone was in the kitchen and had flipped their gas open. But they did not know. Later, about an hour or so, someone came in and said, your gas is open. And the person said, wow. It means if the person had made a mistake of sparking a match, that would have been the heart that would have been caught. So I pray for anybody here. May God deliver you from any wickedness of this sort. Or anybody connected to you, may they be delivered. In Jesus' name. Alright, sit down. Now guess what? The woman finally gave up and said, I will go to the kitchen and buy the bread. When she entered the kitchen, do you know what? The gas was on. Like, 
there was something on a fire and the gas was on. And this, she was going to go to bed. And the Lord said, this is why I said, come and buy its bread. <clears throat> it was when I was saying this that I remembered I even saw a vision about gas yesterday. So don't neglect the impressions of the Spirit. Anybody who knows God, anybody who fears God, anybody who prays in tongues, anybody that is named among believers, when you feel something, pause huh, and pray about it. It's, the, it's one of the ways to know that a time is shifting in the realm of the spirit. In the natural one we are going, we see the night. Hey, adia sound, adia sound. So in the spirit, when you are moving and there's an impression dropped on you, it's like a night has come. It means do something. Pray. Fast. Find a place. Hide yourself. Speak in tongues a little. Worship. Do something. At least to help you decode what the impression is. These are what we call preparations of faith. Are you here? Number two, burdens. Burdens. What is a burden? A burden is, is like an uncontrollable weight. Impressions are things you feel. It's like an easiness. But a burden is like, if you don't pray now, something bad will happen to you. It's, it's like, compulsive. It's like, give this money now or else don't blame me for what will happen to you. I told you when we came here, the Lord told me, you know, our father is just down the street, Reverend Dr. Abdiakofi. God said, go and give him an offering. I said, okay. But the church did not have money in their account. So I'm wondering, how will I give this offering? He said, in one month time, I was doing, oh, we'll give it. When we take our tithes at the end of the month, we'll give it. But the burden was strong. Two weeks, God reminded me, I told you, go and give an offering to this man. Hey. Three weeks. Then one Saturday, Pastor Derek, I came out of the bathroom. I was looking in the mirror and God said, if you don't take the offering to him tomorrow, don't blame me for what will happen to you. Mm. That's a burden. It's like, no way out. When I stepped out, someone called me and said, Pastor Mubarak, you, I saw your devotional. I'm so blessed. Yeah. I'm so blessed. Can I send you an offering? I'm like, what kind of question is this? How can you ask me if you can send me? Send the offering right now. So she sent the offering. God said, the money, this money, send it to the, the man. Okay, now the question, how will I meet him? How will I? When I go, what will I say? Well, it's not easy to meet the fathers. I was going to Baba my I saw a man say, he was running their church. I said, please, you go to this church. He said, yes. I said, oh, I want to meet. He said, I want to meet this man. He said, oh, I'm his secretary. Yes. I said, can I meet him? Too? He said, oh, yeah, you can come. I'll tell him. The next day, Mr. Uda and I went, Papa, Papa. We knelt down. He prayed for us. That was it. 
You see, maybe something wicked was coming from this area. It's okay, please. Change, put the scripture up. Maybe something wicked was coming. Because later I got to know that there, there's a river here. Huh? You are, <laughs> it's not a joke. There's a river here. Have you ever heard Kole, Lagoon, those things? Mm -hmm. The source of that river. It says it's a small palm tree just behind there. That is where the water starts from. So this area is not a joke. Yeah, and if, if you are here, often you see people do X schnapps on the junctions. Maybe you've not noticed. But let me, by God's will, we've prospered here. Who knows? Maybe it's because of that offering. Because maybe he, when he came, he's the one that has fought. Of course, he, he has fought the princes and whatever. And we, it's like our offering has put us behind him. And we are just hiding under his umbrella and which we are going small, small. Burdens. Some of you, you feel a burden. You won't do anything about it. Now say me, who from you? Me damn, me to me in thou. Me sorry, anama, me to me in thou. When you wake up and you can't sleep, God is saying pray. Now for the wish YouTube. You can't decode. Now me, when you wake up and, and you can't sleep, pray. God is saying pray. Me to me in thou. You must pray. The burden. Burdens. Hallelujah. Number three. <clears throat> Heaviness. Third way to know. Heaviness. It's like you feel something. It's like sometimes to the point that it's like something is even moving in you. Like a cloud is on your head. Like, like, you are not yourself. That you are sad. It's like a, a certain spirit of sadness. I don't know if you get me. It's like a garment of heaviness has been told on you. You don't feel yourself again. It's a sign in the spirit. I don't know if I'm in church. Suddenly it's like you are not happy. When you lift a, a worship song, you play the song. A song that usually will move you to tears, roll on the floor. Now when you play it, then you stop it. It means find a place and start praying. Yeah. All, all these are signals that the Holy Spirit just allows into your spirit. To show you that, look, times are shifting. The season is going over. If we see rain, 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 and rain stops, 
doesn't mean it means the season is ending. Do you know why the whites call one season spring and one season fall? Is this spring? Is spring the same as fall? No, fall is is different. Spring is different. Which one is autumn? Fall. When fall comes, do you know what happens? All the trees, the leaves fall down. Yeah. All the trees. When we were in Scotland, we were moving from fall to spring. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. Fall to, because when we were all the leaves, the trees were as sakura. When you see the leaves falling, a season is ending. Spring, you see flowers budding up. All the shops, they are selling new flowers. Green, green, yellow, yellow, everything. The leaves are coming back again. It's, you see, it shows you something is changing. So that bedding shows you that, look, you have outgrown your capacity. You have outgrown where you are spiritually. That heaviness, that sensation, that feeling, that impression is like, why do I feel like I'm going to be blessed? Why do I feel like something good is going to happen? Why do I, like right now I've been telling you, I feel God is going to bless us. I feel, you don't let that feeling go without attending to it. Yeah. I feel like I should pray. Then you are sitting. Because it shows you that times are changing. Spiritually. There's a season of your life all your relationships become problematic. Yeah. Sometimes I told you for, you know, there are times that we can have friction. Me and her, we can have friction. I'll continue for like a month. And one day I call and say, anytime you start having friction with me, it's friction in the natural, but in the spirit, it means that you are going to be promoted. So you have to overcome the friction. It's a test. That friction in the realm is, is a test for your promotion. When there was friction between Elijah and Elisha, what was the meaning? It means that there was going to be promotion. It that Elijah was going to go, but I'm not going. Are you in church? You must understand how the things move in the spirit. Some people, they serve God down when it's time for promotion. Like, you see that the season that God is about to visit them, suddenly the, a spirit of laziness comes up on them. Suddenly, they don't feel like coming to church again. Suddenly, it's like they don't feel like doing anything, God. Then the season will pass. Then when the season passes, the demon that tormented them will leave. Then now they feel like I'm. So the, it's like, Omukosku by Ezanzu Omumbetro. Yeah. In today be no more class one because they've never written the exam that should make them go to class two. Yeah. Man of God, anytime you feel discouragement, tension, it's like something is pulling you. It's like a weight. It's like primo. It means promotion is coming. Yeah. Yeah. And recently you've been feeling that. Don't you see God has promoted you now? <laughs> 
That's how it is. Anytime you feel like a pool in the spirit. Anytime you feel God is demanding sacrifices from you, like do this, do this, do this. It means a bountiful harvest is coming. Yeah. But people don't know. So they look on, then the blessing passes. And you never know what you would have till God has given it to you. Tapu are so complacent now. Too complacent. I'm telling you. What anointing do you have? Then because of that, you think you are okay. Hey! Then Pastor Christy, what should he say? What salary are you taking that you think you are okay? It's because you don't, your ears have not had certain testimonies. And certain things. That's why you are, you are where you are and you are happy. You've not seen certain things. Yeah. God has not visited you. So, it's like, why should we build a house for the man of God? Ah, it's because you don't know you can have a son. She had given up. When the man was said, next, week, next year by this time, you have him. Don't laugh. Man of God, don't laugh at me. It shows you the state of her heart. She had been she had settled with her situation that this one, I'm done. I don't, it's not part of my prayer point. The thing you have closed up on, that is what, what the very place God wants to open you up to receive a, a breakthrough. But because your heart is not prepared for it, there's no faith to receive it. You've closed up. It's, it's funny. God cannot bless us. Because the little blessing we sit back. Vanessa was asking me a question on Sunday. He said, you are talking about this breakthrough, whatever. Uh, not looking to a salary because a, when you start getting a salary, suddenly it's like the salary becomes your source. Is that you can't look to God again. And I felt it break there because he said, ah. God is my source, not my salary. So he said, how can I take my eyes off my salary? I'm like, to know, if you are holding a stick, you are limping on a stick. And you say, I want to know if I can walk without a stick. What do you do? Ah. But at that point, you say, hey, what if you are sick? You claim God as you do. How do you know that you are healed? Stop taking the medicine. But what if? So you say you want to look up to God, not your salary. When your salary comes, put it away. Yeah. Monday morning, wake up and say, God, if you don't show up, we are all here. That is the point that you provoke God. But what if he doesn't show up? That's how a man down fears no fall. Oh, yes. That's how people who don't have income, they have more faith. But then nothing is coming. So anyway, if you won't do it, we are all here. Am I teaching? So you see that this is your small 2,000 you are taking. It's like that is the end of the world. But if you keep on like that, God cannot bless us. Because you've made that 2,000 your source. When, when are we going to have people to dare carry all their salary and put it in a basket and say, this month, fire for fire. 
And if nothing comes again, the next month you drop it again and say, if you are real, show it. And nothing comes the third month. They, you see, at the end, it was all boswa manetete. What did I say? You have to hit on the thing. You see, I'm telling you, do you know why I'm expectant? Because some of the things I've done, eh, I'm telling you, if God doesn't bless me, then it means this thing is not true. And that's why when he starts blessing me, you yourself, you testify it's true. Some of the seeds are sown in. Some of the, it's like, you get to a play with this and one now I stretch you, you know, you get there straight. Yeah, but you know, Apostle Ben Pash has a testimony of how he gave his BMW. He said he went to church one, a man of God said, he gave his car. He said, hey, and he said, and he got this. He said, wow, I like to have this kind of testimony. Let me let me give my he said he gave his car. Do you know how many years he he didn't have a car? Four years. Four years. You see? But the thing is true. It's true. But see the time it took. The thing is real. Today, what car doesn't the man drive? One day I went there, they said, come, come, come. They pulled the thing. S600 Maybach. Park that circle. What car doesn't the man drive today? Four years old, but he proved it. It came. It came. You see, we must get our hearts prepared for the blessing that God is about to release. Yes. Some of us, we, we, have, we have sat down. Give me a chair. We have, we have sat like this. That's it. If you sit like God cannot bless you. No. And the reason why we sat is because of, because of how we struggled. Mm? And the comfort he has brought now. The comfort that was just to give us the impetus to just push ourselves once more. It's like because of the comfort, we have sat down like this. If you settle, God settles. But if you rise, you rise. Rise, love. We must rise to receive God's blessings. I don't know if you get me. I said, God is bringing a blessing. If you were here when I said, I said, 2023, God is bringing us blessings. I'm trying to wake all those sleeping in the realm of the spirit. Wake up. It's payday. Wake up. Those who are settled and it's like the job you got is the end of the world. And you don't know what other things are in store for you. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ever think or ask. Yes, but you have settled. Was the mistake God did to give you a job so you stop believing in him as your source? The job people are they your family members. 
Open your heart. My church members, open your heart. God is bringing blessings, but your hearts are closed. Some of you, I don't know what your problem is. You are scared. Open your heart. Anywhere God is coming from, be ready to receive him. If that job, if, if his blessing means to change a job for you, open your heart. Just be prepared in your heart. If his if it's blessing means to increase your client base, whatever it is, like, I don't know, but God is about to bring a miracle. And we must prepare. Someone went for an interview recently. And I called the person. I said, and we asked the person what I was talking. I said, um, how much did they say they'll pay you? She mentioned that figure. I said, no. You don't you get the salary. To the person, it's okay. Who told you it's okay? It's not okay. He said they must pay you between 12,000 and 18,000. It's not okay. It's not. That's actually what God wants. Suddenly you see that person's mind. It's possible. Yes, it's possible. It's possible. Spiritually, we are in a season where all of us are on that brain to break through. But those sleeping must wake up. Some of you must start some businesses. Some of you, you must, I don't know, just do something you've not done before. Some of you must give some sacrifice. Some of you must just, if it means go for a retreat to, for God to remove some things from your mind. Because some of you build certain strongholds in your minds, like this line I can't cross. No! Some of you don't even know where to look up to. Whether to look up to your, your God, your job, your boyfriend, you don't know. You are confused. You need to spend time in prayer for God to realign all these things. Are you here? Do I have some more time? You don't like my teaching, eh? It's a bit challenging. I'm stretching you again, eh? Say you say you want to be blessed. You think blessing is easy. Number four, weight. Weight of the spirit. Number five, contractions in the spirit. When a woman is about to give birth, how does she know the time is up? She feels some contractions. Ooh, it means the baby is coming. When the contract, the doctors will tell you, when it starts and it comes after, Maybe it starts two minutes, and every two minutes it comes again. Two minutes. Hurry up and come right now. How come the thing has been doing two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, and you are still sitting down? Can't you tell it's time to give birth? What's now? Kolana banafi the wind to me and one. So if you are pregnant with destiny, about to give birth to twins in the spirit. And you can't tell that every two minutes means the time. The water is about to break. Am I in church? Can't you see that what Bishop Oti came to teach us is, is showing that something is about to shift in the spirit? 
Or you take these things for granted. Wherever prophet's honor was mentioned, it meant prosperity for the people. But when he said, people only thought of the money they should give me, they didn't think quick of the prosperity that was coming to them. That's all. When he said, honor your prophet, people are thinking, hey, so it means I have to look for 2,000 and give to you. No. Think. Look at it. He said, honor your prophet, show yourself. Why did you just think of the belief they give money to your prophet, but you forgot about your prosperity? Didn't you see that the man was trying to tell us that it's time to prosper? What is, what is the problem? Why? Why? Because we can't tell. Can't you see there's a contraction in the spirit? Can't you see? Can't you see? What else will God do? As Irene is coming, the clouds are formed. Plant, 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 plant. You'll be sitting now. Eh, it's raining. Everybody come to the room. No! When it's raining, we don't enter the room. We go and plant. He's talking of prophets, Anna. He's talking about your prosperity. He's not here to extort your money. Didn't you see he came because of you? But we, we are not prepared. It's like a great blessing like this has come, but we are all sitting looking at Do I still have some time? Uh, Oh, you are tired? This man has come again. eh? Normally, we like Pastor Isaiah. He is too cool. Or Pastor Isaiah is wild. eh? (laughs) All these are things that show that something is not right. You see, when you begin to feel these things, like if you look at the messages I've started preaching, suddenly you see that. What, what is, why is this man like talking about all these things? Like, it may make you feel uncomfortable because you settled like glue, glue, glue. Like, solid tape that has been put on the way. It's like, why does he want to peel me again? When I see some of you, that's all I see. What's it? What's it? Huh? Oh, glue. Oh, say sometimes, oh, yeah, you be another one. Oh, the glue be a plastana feed. I said, I did you create. say design, no. I just said, why are you comfortable? Now you be you solitive, no? The salary is okay. It's not the best, but it's okay. At least you go and come. But we are saying, God is saying he has more. Is he not the same person who gave you the job? You've been idle for some time. He says, now I want you to start your own business. Now I want to connect you to some one or two people. Now I want to prosper you. But you have settled. Am I in church? Ask your neighbor, are you part of those who have settled? Zephaniah 112. You must, you must, you must be awakened though. Else, it will not be okay. You must be awakened. 
You want to sit down, then one day your employers are going to say, we have thought about all the things that is happening in the economic and we have decided that we will cut your salary or you go home. Is that what you want? Uh-huh. So wake up. Rise up. Chobo. Moda. Mosari. And it shall come to pass at that time that I will set Jerusalem with candles and punish the men that are settled on their lease. Amplify. It's like they have settled. And at that time, God says, I'm going to set Jerusalem with lamps. I look at those who say their salary is okay. <laughs> I'm looking for them. Those who love their bosses and have become uh, family business people. <laughs> I'll punish them. Settling message. Look at it. I will find and what? And punish. You better start waking up before they come and say some people have to go home. Then you run to this altar with tears. Uh huh. That's why some people will not give again. Some people will not sacrifice again. Because it's okay. He said, I'm fine. God, thank you. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yes. But he says what? Those who are sitting it out, they've caused their legs. Don't change your style. Change your style. Shut up. I don't change my style. Their salary comes every month. Cool. So they will never engage their feet. Yeah. Ah, after the end of the month, I'll go and take it. He said, What? Have become fat and lazy, amusing themselves and taking it easy. Because of that, no faith. The God component is taken out. The reason why you come and do sacrifice, see, so is because you didn't have a job. You didn't. Yes. Hey, you didn't have a place to rent. Yes. Now you have a place. You finished it. You have a job. You dress nice. You do makeup. It's like, I'm okay now. God, I'm okay. Hey, wear your nice glasses. Hey. Hey. Yes. Hallelujah. Are we in church? So when we say, oh, we are giving. No, I'm not part of those who need anything now. Really? Are you not tired? I, I speak spiritual tiredness about your condition. Even if it's good, may, may the Holy Spirit make you tired. You say Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You are You don't pray again. You don't fast. Church is not important. Because you're okay now. Ah, you are fine. What to eat is not a problem. At the end of the month, you have your cool something, something in your pocket. And that's how Christians are. When things become okay. Let's take a break. 
Huh. Is there some pizza there? Me time. Yeah, bro. What is it? This is working for God. We have suffered though. Every, those days. We used to go every Wednesday. Hey! Now Wednesday meeting has become those days. <laughs> those days. Hey! Those days. When you come and new here and say, God, make a way. When this, now when they even say receive, you say, Amen. No agency. There's no agency in your heart. You are too diplomatic. It's like, let's keep quiet for those who need it to shout. Let's, let's, why are you people shouting? God doesn't do things like, when you needed it. You are settling too much. You have become too comfortable. Yeah. Like, country broke, country no broke, we did. Because you are okay. You won't join kingdom advancement again. You won't fast again. Now you even forget that we have fasting Wednesdays. Because you have money to buy lunch. When you did not have money to buy lunch, you will fast. Am I teaching? No preparation of the heart. He said, God has even come to your house with a gift. To even open the door and receive the gift, you won't even wake up. You are too comfortable. Because now you have a sofa, a couch, that you sit and you put Netflix on. And watch it. So when God is knocking at the door, oh, God, don't worry. I'm okay. I think this person in the church will need this blessing. Others. You are a mess. You are preaching others now to people. Listen, if you don't wake up, God can't do anything for you. And this is not supposed to be your last stop. You are too comfortable. Imagine someone who is going on a journey. Huh? He's, he wants to be a medical doctor. And he gets to class three and he says, I'm okay. Class three and where you have to get to. We've just started. Your prayer, you don't pray again. You don't fast again. You don't commit. It's like the zeal is not there. You don't give. People are not giving anymore. People are not doing anything. It's like even to come to church sometimes is a problem. That's not how God does his thing. And it's only because you don't, you, you don't have the picture of what you really are. If you did, you are measuring yourself by your own standard. But if you had the opportunity to measure yourself by God's standard, you will know you've not started the journey at all. God wants to make you a chief executive officer. And you just started and you don't pray again. I mean, God is thinking of taking you to 35,000 a month by, the, by September. What? September 2023. And you are, you are comfortable with your 9,000 thinking that it's heaven. Oh, let's rise up. Let's rise up. Imagine I came here and I sat on my lease and I was comfortable enjoying the AC. Looking at the fact that God wanted to do all this, do you think God would have done? 
not have come. We would have been here. 31st night would have been coming again. But guess what? When your pastor shook himself and rose up and decided to bear a little discomfort, see what God has produced by his grace. No. Let's be honest. People who settle don't achieve much. Yeah. People who settle, they don't what? Achieve much. God is ever ready. But you, are you ready? Open your mouth wide and I'll what? I'll feel it. Then you open your mouth small. Whose fault is it now? Am I in church? <clears throat> no expectancy. We don't even expect things from God again. Yeah, we don't expect. And when you, when you don't expect, that's it. I mean, God cannot give you anything out of expectation. When you don't expect, you can't. You can't. Now, if you have stopped even believing God for promotions, what is it? You don't even pray. Like, there's nothing in desirous, there's no desire. And even if there is, it's so thin that there's nothing, no energy attached to reach out to say, this desire in my heart, let me see it accomplished. And you sit down like that. Oh. Faith loves preparation. Say that. You see, when you know God will do something, it generates faith. And when you are, when you have faith, you prepare. You do what? You prepare. Your expectancy. Like this message, I'm, I'm trying to show you that there, you must expect more from God. Prophet, would have been here. Yeah. Happy. After all, we are young. Oh, this is okay. And enjoy. Move around. But what would have been that? Maybe Christ God will really show us where he wants us to, should have been, we should have been by now. We see that we've fallen short. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if God has said, oh, if you had actually done it, this, 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 you should have been here by now. Which means that even now we think we have even moved or we have provoked ourselves. Even that one, God does not think so. You've settled too much. I see some of the members, you settle. You become like Gogome. I'm just moving slow. Slow. Someone was asking me, this miracle money, I want to experience them. And I said, apply yourself. You see, if you want miracle money, apply. I don't know. I don't know. English. <laughs> apply. Open so pass exam away. Oda. What's so you say? So open miracle money. And you name me away. What's that? What's that different? What's your name different? What's GD different? Yeah. Oh, 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 the income, if you salary, and you'll be an income free. Um, who's on my bottom in a crowd? Um, what's in America? Rich, but what bottom is that? Ready? What mine? But who's that? What's there to worry about? I want to cool. Oh, mommy, no. Bakunji salary, bakunji. 
different. Why why a wild? Is that to us? Faith loves preparation. I don't know if I'm in church. Hebrews eleven seven. I'm trying to wrap up now. <clears throat> right, there's the expectancy, your expectancy leads to an increase in your faith level. Because you know what you are believing God for. Let us leave here one more time expecting things from God. Expecting. Like God to do something for me. God to do something for me. Oh, I know 2023, God will show up. I know, like, let it be part of our confession. Let it be part of our dealings. And we are going to do, some of us, we've not, we've not followed to this command God gave us. We've not obeyed it to the core. But we are going to do one last night. You know, when, when I was at the camp, Grace Church camp, I saw a vision. And in the vision, I saw, let's give again. Let's give again. It just appeared like that. Let's give again. And he said, we are giving sacrificially one more time. And we will give it before 1159. And the word is sacrificial. We are given to roof our church. As it stands now, everything is sorted by God's grace. We have the trusses. We need the roof. Even if the trusses is there, those metals there, here, we've done it. Even if we roof this thing and we don't put, what's the name? Concrete. We can have church inside. He said, let's give again. That's the trusses. We fabricated it. They just have to lift it and put it on the pillars. We've done all those places. These are old pictures. Now, even if we don't plaster it, we will move inside. It's a building. Yeah. Yeah. So that we will roof this building, but the emphasis is on another opportunity to obey God. Another word opportunity. Do you know what I told God? I told God, God, you must bless us. I said, God, you must touch somebody's heart. Hmm? I told my wife, we won't buy a car. No. I said, God, you must touch somebody's heart to buy a car and come and put the key in my hand to lift my wife's feet do you get it? That you are able to do it. <laughs> if, you, if you, God, can tell me to take a car and go and get it down, then you should be able to tell someone by your grace. Yeah. I said, you must bless the church members. That's my prayer. For them to know that you are able. Humbly, I said it to God. That so they will know. You must do strange acts amongst the people. So they can know that as I stand here, I don't stand here by myself. And they said, and God wrought miracles by the hands of Joshua. And that day, all of Israel knew that God was with Joshua. Yeah. Jesus said, so that they may know that you are with me. That's what I begged God. 
So 31st now we are going to give again. Our 31st night will be that 31st night of sacrifice. Thirty-first night of what? Yeah. Thirty-first night of what? Sacrifice. Thirty-first night. And if God is willing, we will do it at we. If, if God is willing. We will give again. We will drop our sacrifice. Then, now, we will rise up. Not give your sacrifice and go and sleep. That's what I'm teaching you. No. Give your sacrifice and I'll rise up and say, I'm also expecting something from you. And rise up and start praying. Some of you will come February. Some of you will come March. Some of you will come June. But either ways, it's 2023. He said, you pay us back. You will rise up. You won't sleep. Oh. You won't be skipping kingdom advancement. Oh. You will not be skipping the fast to know. But you will rise up and commit to prayer. Till you see the manifestation of God's promises. The Bible says Abraham believed. Huh? He believed. He believed and believed and believed and believed to the point that he gave birth. He didn't believe and went to sleep. He believed, 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 believed. Kept on believing till they saw the baby. Yeah. And his faith had produced results. By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen, moved with fear. You see? When your prophet comes and stands in front of you and begins to say these things, eh? you've not seen it all, but because you have faith, you will move. When God was talking to Noah about rain, Ark. Nobody had seen it before. They were wondering. It took, apparently, it took about 120 years or so for Noah to finish the ark. Can you imagine every day? Kung, 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 kung. Kung, 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 kung. What are you doing? I'm building an ark. I'm building an ark. Noah, what are you doing? I'm building an ark. Have you ever seen rain before? God said it. He said he moved with fear. It's like when God said the agency with which Noah moved. He didn't settle. He didn't settle. He didn't lazy. He moved. He moved. He moved. Are we going to have people move after this message? Yes, I said you better move. You better move to, uh, to one of these. Your employer will come and tell you because of the economic whatever, whatever. Because if you don't... Uh, you see, don't rush and come and give offering when your, your boss has come to tell you that. Start now. Start giving offerings. Huh? So that instead of you hearing that news that the economic whatever, whatever, you rather hear a news that you've been promoted. Somebody, somebody was telling me, a church member was telling me, they have a company. Huh? And they was telling me that the owner of the company has decided to shut down the company. A big company. Drivers, technical, whatever. Big, big, big employees. The owner of the company has decided to what? Shut down the, the company, the plant. 
because of the economic condition. Now, guess what? The, the funny part. He said, but the owner has not told the people. Yeah. So, you see, you'll be going to work one day as you are budgeting for Christmas. You, you will sit. You see, when you hear a prophetic message, hear. Hmm. Message <laughs> It says he's come to close them. So I, I've been thinking, I say, hey, so how will it feel like, like you've promised someone, say, hey, Christmas, we may do show, pa. Then you go to work and they tell you that, uh, unfortunately, we are unable to continue. Now, oh, no, no, business in the obit me action. This business me, you. Coffee. Rise up. Huh? He moved with fear and prepared. You see, he prepared his heart. The ark was his heart. He prepared the ark to receive the rain. The preparation of the heart. The preparation of faith. He moved with fear. He said, hey, if I've heard this message from God. And guess what? The shocking thing. I watched a movie called Noah. I don't know how many of you have watched it. But you would think, in that movie, I saw something very interesting. The message of the, the flood, eh? It was not like God appeared and spoke to Noah. Noah, Noah. There's a rain coming. No. He slept and he saw a flood. He slept like a couple of times. And he saw flood, flood. And that's how he built the ark. So even the command was so faint. Yeah, it was a dream. And it makes sense because things of faith are not so tangible like that. Like it's always something very like, did I see? Did I know? That's why he said Peter. Thinking on the dream, like, was, was, wasn't sure. What is this? Like, and God said, it is me, go. An affirmation. Solomon woke up and he, as he thought it was a dream. Like, but you see, it's faint. It's faint. So this message may not mean much. Or it may not be as whatever. But if it pricks you a little, rise up and do something about your condition. Rise up. Rise up, start sowing seeds, start praying, start fasting, start coming back to God. As if your boss had come to tell you this. Huh? Don't wait. Instead of waiting to go down, you have the opportunity to step up. Which one do you want? You don't understand what I'm saying. You are at level 10. If you hear what I'm saying, you will step up quickly to 15. But if you wait, you will be degraded to 5. Don't say God forbid. It's a prophetic message. Rise up. Start praying. Start fasting. Start giving. Start committing. Start putting your everything back. Times are not normal. Times are not normal. 
People were employed by Twitter just a few weeks ago. We were all happy. Hey, Twitter Ghana, Twitter Ghana. The next minute, they said, we go home. Everybody go home. That's how it is. One, one board chairman wakes up in the morning and then, today I feel like 2,000 people should go home. And unfortunately, innocent people are that. You know, I'm not prophesying bad or evil, but I'm just saying, look, rise up. He said, I will set Jerusalem with my lamp. And if I catch anybody lying down, lazy, what people don't know, God never takes anybody on a journey for them to relax. Relaxation is not of God. You see, he will establish you by even in establishing, there's working. When I think about my life, I think about the church. And I even think about my fathers. I can't see any period that I'm relaxing. If someone like Bishop Oedipo, after what he has done for God, is still looking forward to a hundred thousand seat auditorium being commissioned, then who is Pastor Mubarak? Who has not even finished building a first church? Bishop Darcy's, you see First Love Cathedral. Bishop Darcy, he wants to build 500 of those. I was listening to just 500 cathedrals. Recently, we are at OUB. Beautiful church. Beautiful church. I nearly said wicked church. Beautiful. The place is nice. I was shocked when Bishop picked and he said, This is the first time I'm seeing this building. 3,000. If you've ever come to our church, you see big building. He said, this is the first time I'm setting eye on this building since it was built. That's a blessing. But he's not relaxing. He's not relaxing. When are we going to have Christians that when they earn 50,000, they start looking for 150,000. They start trusting God for 150,000. When they start earning 3,000, they won't sit quiet. You are hungry. Let's go. Let's go to African regions. There's a buffet there. Let's take a car. It may not be convenient. Let's take a Lukada. Let's rise. There's food at African regions. Let's go and sit down. Let's eat. Uh -huh. Don't say you are okay. Don't say you are okay, sir. Don't say you are okay. No. Don't say you are okay. Rise up. Rise up. I'm, it's a prophetic word. I'm not saying we should not be complacent. Don't get me wrong. There's a season God will say, when we came here, huh, we were having a nice time. Then suddenly I felt like, you know, Maybe we should start looking for a bigger place, something. One day I was just talking to Pastor Sean. He made a statement. And when people speak and God is in there, you know. He spoke, he just, it was just a simple, he said, MK, this place you come, God won't make you like in Pigeon. That's why he said, God wants you to like enjoy the place, settle and enjoy the place. And suddenly I knew that, ah, it's true. We are not in a hurry to do anything, right? So God wants us to be here and enjoy. I took it. But there came a day where the enjoyment time was over. 
said, now rise up. Rise up. Time is up. Stand up. When you see people climbing Mount Everest, they climb out at a point, they have to set up their tent and whatever and rest. But you can't stay there. If you stay there long enough, an avalanche will come over you. Rise up. Move. Rise up. Move. Rise up. Move. I've brought you a prophetic message tonight. God says, rise up. Lift your head one more time. Lift what? Your head. One more time. And believe him again. And believe him again. Hear our cry. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.